Welcome to the Game of Thrones podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Game of Thrones on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we just got done watching season six, episode one, The Red Woman. More like the old woman, <laughs> am I right? I Of what consequence is that? Beast of... Man, so, uh, so, first of all... Lots to talk about in a spoiler podcast. Right, That's think? on Friday. I can't talk about a lot of this stuff right now. Uh, one word, thrilling. It's thrilling to go into a Game of Thrones and not know what the fuck is going on. And it's <laughs> okay. kind of awesome. All right. I, That's I, my default state. But sure. I know. And I'm digging it. I'm really digging it. It's been okay. like, you know, many, many seasons since I've had that feeling before. And right. I, I, I've never, everything felt right. Like, as I was watching, like, Cersei receive Jaime um, and King's Landing, I'm like, should she be more pissed off should you be mad at jane but like uh, everything just felt right it did yeah nothing I, I think fell out of place everything, everything as cool as they could um i mean there's lots of mind like prince doran getting shivved in like the, that was the surprising get-go. yeah uh what shocking. a fucking what a heinous waste of a great actor can i say that yeah. Well, you get like five scenes with him, grand total. It really is pretty bad. It's really, really sucks. I was and, looking and forward his son, to him like being that a whole badass. plot just being wrapped up and boom, gone. Yeah. Now Dorn's not done being a power. It's sure. just completely yeah. the management has been turned over. It's amazing, right? And we're down to Bashir. <laughs> we uh, are. Can I just say yes? It did feel right, but it also felt rote. It, it kind of. There wasn't anything aside from that one thing that happened in Dorne that was unexpected or that was really exciting. It was more just kind of really set up, you know. I mean, and it, it's and it's you're right. It did set up like the next episode to be awesome. Yeah, which I'm I'm not angry about that. Uh-huh. I'm not saying it's bad. They've got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's the beginning of the season, so I expect a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, it just I was kind of looking for the thrill, and I guess if you know the Dorne stuff. And old woman Melisandre doesn't do it for you, then yeah, that's the thing. Then there's nothing to offer in this episode, right? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I like it. I like the fact that there's like a siege within Castle Black. Uh, a siege within Castle, uh, whatever, whatever the fuck Daenerys is. Where is she? Marine. Yeah, yeah. In Marine, there's yeah. a siege there. Well, there's an attack on the boats. Oh, that's they right. They burnt the shit out of all that's the That's the other shocking thing is because I was thinking the whole time, I was like, okay, she's got 100 ships. That's enough to invade Westeros. We're going to finally get around to invading Westeros. Like, we just have to get Cersei. I'm sorry. Good God. We have to get Daenerys back. And <laughs> they we're don't good. want Cersei. We're, no. Uh, and we're good to go. And then the boats burn. I'm like, well, son of a bitch. Yeah. How are they going to get back over the water? I don't know. They can't all ride dragons. I know Tyrion's claimed one. <laughs> Daenerys has got the other. Who gets the third dragon? Who I don't, rides it into I don't King's know. Landing? I don't know. It's uh, Jorah. I've got some. I've got some theories and stuff. But no. I. I mean. Um, yeah. Uh, where Where did she get her ships? Why did she get her ships uh, a few seasons back? Like I don't. It, it, it seems like a lot of this walked back a lot of progress from previous seasons and i'm not saying that's a bad thing um because you still have you know what the hell's going on john snow you got what the hell's going sure. on with aria i loved how they left things with sansa and brienne right yeah uh they hooked up like for I, good I, this time it seems yeah i feel like okay we've got with this group of people sansa should be safe yeah these are people that are only have their only interest in her is in and making sure that she's safe and protected. Yep. So I don't know. Like, and I thought it was badass. Like Brian taking down those guys. I thought Pod being able to take one down was pretty awesome. I thought the best part of that scene was actually when Theon 
says, go north. Go north. John is at the wall. He'll help right, you. Right. We know that's not true. And I'm yeah. thinking, oh, my God, he just sent her on a suicide mission. Yeah. yeah. And then luckily Brian's there. They get stopped. I knew that was going to happen the second she wrote up. Now, so I guess RIP the theory that Stannis is still alive. Because I, it's I hard mean, to they believe never showed that she, him dead, right? It's hard to believe she spares him and allows him to slink off, right? Like she, right. I feel like he would be in her custody. Yeah, yeah, and I, I never bought that. Okay, people, people love to speculate on that one. That was not one I bought. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh. I, I, they still are going to worry about hypothermia, right? And they could set a fire, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I feel like again now she's she's safe. Like there's yeah. nothing stopping them from starting a fire or from Brienne right. taking her up on I her feel saddle. Like they're still riding. pretty close to. They need to get the fuck out of the immediate dodge. Yeah, but you know they don't want to send up smoke signals for their location. But you know, pod, other than that, pod, I'm not I'm not saying you should do anything untoward through to Sansa, but you know. uh I imagine he can generate 98.6 degrees to keep her warm. Right. Slice him open like a tauntaun. Just <laughs> crawl inside the pod. <laughs> right. Sure. Uh, what other things happened? I, I really do like the reaction when from Cersei when Jamie comes back and Marcella's dead. And Jamie's Jamie's vows, you know, like, uh, you know what? We're going to find those people. We're going to We're gonna take, take everything. Take it all. Yeah. We're take it all. Uh, that has me excited. I, I think an angry... Jamie out for blood is a good Jamie. I thought <laughs> on this show. I thought Cersei's going to be in full like claws face off mode, but you, I thought the way the prophecy with the witch that she's like, of course this is going to happen. She's kind of almost defeated, and mm-hmm. Jamie puts the, a little a little bit of the fire back into her. She know, has control cool. over this prophecy. I don't understand why they don't just give her a silver shroud. And be done with the whole prophecy bullshit, right? Like, oh, clearly it's wrong. Well, that's the thing. When I thought that was a nice touch when they came home in the boats, and she's literally wearing a golden shroud. You can she's just see Cersei, it, yeah. like, losing her shit. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, what did you think of Marjorie being locked up in the Sparrow Keep? She's wanting Where to see her brother. Been. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it felt like as weird as, like, a bad cop, good cop, a bad Sparrow, good Sparrow going yeah. on with Septon Olna or whatever her name sure. is. Yeah. Uh, what do you think his game is? Like, what is? Why? Uh, here's the thing: where I think the Sparrow is fucking up. He, Marjorie's a very popular queen. Like mm-hmm. the other Lannister household is kind of radioactive right now, but she's their princess. Die. She's the one that's like super popular. Yeah. Even though the other the part of the families might might not be as 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 good. Do you think he's fucking up by holding her hostage and letting Cersei go? Maybe because like I think he definitely fucked up letting Cersei go. I mean, the only power he has is because the people support him, right? And right. he holds this like I don't know how how long he can hold this queen and just say confess if she says I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I'm the beloved queen of the very you know I'm, I I feel like Tommen, you know maybe people are ready to give him a clean slate, right? And the longer she sits there, I mean, the longer. The more angry the people probably get. You're right. I think they like her. Because, like, yeah, why are you holding her? As soon as Cersei decides, well, I'm going to go in there, I'm going to get her out, 
then she becomes she gets back on the good side of the people at least a little bit. And right? maybe Tommen too, right? Because that's so, the, they're kind of on the outs as well. He might be making a huge mistake. I, I feel like the Sparrow's going to have some trouble coming his way. Mm. Jamie's angry. Surely he heard about the treatment that she got while he was gone. Yeah, I I don't think he's going to stand for that. Yeah, no. And there's a couple other things I was thinking of too like the way that things ended up with uh like like um Daenerys I want to talk about Jorah right and uh um Dario yeah. Dario Nyquilis. but yeah I want to talk about all all of that stuff I was glad that they got Daenerys into a holding pattern where she wasn't constantly under the threat of death or rape Okay. Because I'm like, man, I don't know how many episodes I can watch the, you know, right. The Talk about her pussy hairs. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not, not a something good I want to hear. No, 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 no. <laughs> and like, I, it's also something like her character at this point is so regal and powerful that I don't know. I don't know how often you can have a character just be brought down low and mm. and be devastated and be, you know, degraded and still like, okay, yeah, there's still a viable like heroic character like at some point right. like theon like is he going to be able to claw his way back into our good graces let me ask you that how do you know. feel about theon right now uh i i don't i don't have any ill will towards theon honestly like hmm. that's amazing to me is it he arguably is the reason that rob lost the war in large part how how long ago are we talking? Because I'm, I'm I'm saying like his entire history, the fact that people are already ready to be like, oh yeah, Theon, he's a uh, he's all right by me, is amazing to me. But Theon has been so beaten down. I mean, like I know you can't you can't be taken any lower than Theon was. But I'm saying like in I remember in season three debating about have they gone too far. I feel like they went exactly because everyone is ready to. I feel like everyone is ready to like okay. Bring it in, Theon. We're ready to forgive you. Let's get let's let's get a hug. Right. I, you don't think that's warranted, given how much shit he's endured. How much shit can one personally endure that will make all of the suffering of the Northmen and the North women right? Do you know uh, about as much as Theon has? About <laughs> okay. as much as that walk from Cersei. I'm, like even last season when Cersei was having that walk, I was like, I don't like Cersei, but. You know. Damn, this is not really cool. This is not awesome, guys. I, I know. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just amazed at how, yeah. like, you know, Jamie can shove kids out of buildings. Right. Uh, Theon can be complicit in the murder of children to cover up the fact that he couldn't murder other children. Right. And Cersei can be Cersei, and we are, in season six, ready to... Hey, man. Ha- I give them all happy endings. Everyone everyone should get a second chance, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. If you lose all of your genitals, that's like... That's one chance for every genital you lose. <laughs> that's like getting a green mushroom in Mario World. It's like, okay, you get a second chance. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know because I'm not... I, I feel like I feel that way too, but it's just kind of amazing that some yeah. of these complete shitheel characters can get the redemption by just suffering. It is. Now, here's the thing. If they try to redeem Ramsey Bolton, I'm going to fucking revolt. There well, is no redeemable like give take, him three take seasons, off his dick. I don't, like, yeah. I don't care. Send yeah. him to the Dothrakis, let them do what they're gonna do to him. It doesn't matter. You're right, because none of it matter. He's not, horrible. Those because Ramsey is fundamentally he's willfully evil. Oh yeah. Like Theon was, you know, pig headed and then he was like ashamed and afraid you know, shocked yeah. by his family's reaction to him. And he's also very young. 
Like that's like sure. I, I can't say, well, John Snow, you're stupid because you're you're a teenager, and yeah. so is Rob Snow, and so is Sansa. But I, I don't know. Hey, Ramsey, I think, is too right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to cast. But that's any like Joffrey. Joffrey's like he's like too right. far gone. He's yeah. a mad dog. He needs to be put down. No, I don't think they could have done anything with Joffrey to make me feel bad for him. I cheered when he died, so yeah. I would probably do the same with Ramsey. Yeah, but Theon, Theon, Cersei, I'm, I'm going to let them off the hook a little bit. Okay. All right. Uh, what else is there to talk about? Uh, so the the brothers up north, the Wall, Castle Black, the uh-huh. shit's going down there. Uh, Millie gets old. I like how they reintroduce this plot to us. It's like this long, this, this extreme zoom yeah. out, and they pull into like Jon Snow's corpse there, and Ghost is baying in the background. That's it's a mm-hmm. nice scene setting. Here are the highlights coming up this week on Bald Move. For Prestige, me and Aaron are still extending our Shogun Afterglow with part three of our discussion of the 1980s TV miniseries. Last week absolutely shocked our sensibilities with Lord Toronaga doing the tango. What delights and horrors will await us this week? Then for Pulp, this Friday, join us for our latest prep session for House of the Dragon Season 2 as we take another look at the key differences between the text of Fire and Blood the on-screen action for season one and what they mean for the characters story and setting get your valerian steel sharpened for the new season you can find these and many other great podcasts by searching for bald move pulp or bald move prestige in your favorite podcast app Getting geared up for the 6th Annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints. Except, it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre. We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was. And those of you who didn't, (laughs) now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim. Order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar. Then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved a venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. And I'll, I'll, honestly, I thought they were set up for a cliffhanger to where, like, you know, who killed Jon Snow? The Night Watch killed Jon Snow. It's like, we all killed Jon Snow. But uh, then when, uh, 
you know, Sir uh, Guyliner. What's his name? Uh, Alistair, Alistair Thorne. Thorne. Yeah. When when he like just stood up and owned it, I'm like, oh wow. And there was kind Which of can... like a little bit of a civil war between the Black Brothers. There was, yeah. You're a traitor. All this shit. Can we just say Alistair Thorne might be the best like hair metal name ever? <laughs> Sure. Can you imagine? Sure. Yeah. He's on lead guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Alistair Thorne. Uh, Shredding. So the thing I like is, you know, the, the Davos and his dudes are are in the room, just hold up, not willing to come out for fear of being killed. And Ed gets sent to go fetch Right. That's what I like. Thing. And I, I also, this is maybe a book reader thing, but the fact that he got called Dolores Ed which is kind of his nickname in the books. He's like the one of the Black Brothers, when they send him out, I was like, oh, my God, how far have we fallen that our hopes all rest with Dolores said. Made me feel Is that the good. stringy-haired yeah, uh, yeah. John Snow's buddy? Yeah, he's the malcontent that got sent out to go get the white the 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 wildlings. Okay, yeah. So that's what he's out to do? What I didn't know that that was super do? clear. I thought he was there, he was going to go out and talk to the other brothers who were like, you're a fucking traitor to Alice no, and I'm trying no, to rally I, the troops a bit. I mean, my inter- my interpretation was that he's going out to get the wildlings. Like, who else huh. owes their life to Jon Snow? Well, right. every one of the wildlings do. Sure. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be interesting when they come on back. If they come on back? I don't know. Hmm. Some interesting stuff in the previews that we'll probably Tormund talk about. You think is the kind of guy to leave uh, a guy like Jon Snow murdered with no vengeance? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know much about Tormund, it's, honestly. I like, honestly think there's a lot riding on the scene where they convince them to come back to fight for Jon Snow because that's a tu- that's a really touchy political situation. Do you think the the kind of minor character that we've seen of, of Ed, he said that's his name? Mm-hmm. I don't even know his fucking name. Yep. Uh, do you think he's capable of it? Of giving the rallying speech like Jon Snow was? Well, so I'm hoping that he gives just enough to Tormund that Tormund can then rally his people. Right. It, it's it's right. all about selling Tormund, I think, at this And point. Tormund did a great job up at uh, sure. Hardholm. So yeah. I would buy it. If if he can just say, like, Jon Snow was killed by the Black Brothers and you need to Well, also, and and maybe, and maybe the idea him. is we need to man the wall. Because okay. like this, this evil force is coming down. Nothing is oh. going to stand in their way. No, no one south can help us. There's a couple of you know half dozen, and they've dozen, seen it firsthand. So right, it's and like, there's a there's a couple dozen fuckers up at the wall that 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 turned yeah. traitor and killed the guy who was the only one that saw reason. Like it would be kind of awesome to be like the wildlings have to man the wall because mm-hmm. we know and they it's, just go up. And we rampage. know all of the black brothers combined can't keep a whole watch on the the length of it. So right. Right, and I think they said there were forty of of them up there, and yeah. like half of them are in that room <laughs> at yeah. this point. So it's right. like a civil war up there. I'd, it, it'd be cool to see them, the wildlings, come back up. Yeah, really, and probably kill Alistair. Like I can't imagine if if there's a battle that Alistair survives that, unless mm. they win the battle, the Black Brothers. I don't know. There's it's really easy to see. Because I do believe when he said, my whole life is for the watch, and yeah. it means everything to me. I think that's genuine. So I mm-hmm. think there's a lot of room for him to be redeemed, whether or not he does. Like, you know, there's a lot of people in this world that deserve to live, and a lot more people that deserve to die, and they're dead and living, respectively. So Right, right. I don't know. Do you want to talk about Arya a little bit? Uh, okay, she gets her ass kicked this she, the, episode. The waif is what I'm calling her. Uh, it's, uh, the threat of another one tomorrow. Yeah, she's coming up to give her... Is this just basically training? Like, uh, throwing you in the deep end? You're going to get a beating until you learn to not get a beating. Yeah. I mean, this is... Uh, I don't know. This is Star Wars, right? 
Mm. I'm gonna get shocked by this probe droid. You gotta wear the blast shield. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Essentially. It's all a bunch of hokey religions. Right. It's uh Bloodsport? Bloodsport, is that the one where he gets blinded? Yes. Think, yeah. Yes, actually he does. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. JVC <laughs> JVCD? Yeah. J- no, J C V D. I yes. got my consonants all mixed up. Uh I don't know. That could be interesting. I that's kind of just like remember. Are were you surprised? No mention of Bran. I was really since we didn't mm. see him all last season. Mm. I was really expecting. Yeah. In fact, when when we were kind of like creeping in on the Jon Snow reveal, and it was like kind of a ice wall and like swirling, and I thought for sure that we were going to open up with Bran. I was kind of shocked mm. that we didn't see hide nor hair of him. Yeah. I at some point I thought like. When Sansa goes and gets tucked into that little tree there, I was thinking, oh, is this one of those like tree holes that Bran's in and there's going to be some <laughs> old guy in it and Bran's going to communicate with her or some shit? Yeah, like, you're all hyped for the for, for uh, Bran to be reaching out and touching people with the trees. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. I just, yeah, it surprised me. We haven't seen Bran in over a season now. That, that, uh, where they get all the way he? through season one or episode one of season six and no Bran's hiding. Yeah. Wonder what they're waiting for. Like it, to me, not know. showing him in this first season m- says that his first appearance is going to be kind of epic, or maybe that'll be a brand centric. They're saving for a brand centric episode. We're about ten weeks out from House of the Dragon season two, and it's time to prepare for war. Which, in our case, means. Well, watching a lot of Hot D and reading a lot of Fire and Blood. Each week between now and June 16th, Maester Anthony and his co-host Steve are hosting a watch of each episode of Hot D Season 1. And then me and Jim are going to host a discussion of the differences between the events on that episode and how they're recounted in George R.R. Martin's historical tome, Fire and Blood. That's right, I've resorted to reading dragon books. God help us all. We'll see if my fresh eyes add any new insights or predictions into Season 2. Arm yourselves with all the lore you can for the battles ahead. House of the Dragon returns June 16th, but we've got you covered until then. Check out all of our upcoming Hot D coverage on the Hot D feed or on Bald Move Pulp. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Madman and father of Mad Max, George Miller, is back with another apocalyptic tale from the Australian wastelands. This time we're getting a prequel featuring the origin story of Charlize Theron's character Furiosa, starring the Queen's Gambit's Anya Taylor-Joy in the title role, and the mighty Thor Chris Hemsworth as the warlord Dr. Dementis. Furiosa promises more high-octane, slightly radioactive action and fun. Furiosa drives into theaters on May 24th, and we'll have our spoiler-free thoughts and impressions of the film, as well as a discussion of trailers and upcoming movies for everyone. But if you want to ride with us the full length of the podcast on the eternal highways of Valhalla, shiny and chrome, you're going to have to be a club member. Join today at support.baldmove.com. Get our full discussion of Furiosa and many more first-run films, plus tons of other bonus podcasts and ad-free feeds. Support.baldmove.com. Uh, what? Uh, let's go over to Melisandre real quick. Okay, sure. She turns old at the end of this. Old yeah. as fuck. Crazy. Uh, why does she do this? I don't know. What do you think? I feel like she's she's powering up. 
she's, she's powering saying, down like, to power up. Yeah, so like whatever power she's spending on looking young and beautiful. Yeah. She is relinquishing. I hmm. think. Or her looking young and beautiful might have to do with that necklace. I'm not sure. Because like as soon as she takes that off, she yeah. becomes Yeah, I know it's like the jewel, the red jewel kind of flared as yeah. she took it off. So is that the source of her power or is that... Is she? That's the thing that focuses her power, and she's trying to save it up by sleeping. Do you think? Right. I mean, yeah. Like, does she sleep uh, all natural every night? Does she? Like, I don't know. Go to bed an old crone. It's a good question. Uh, I that that is a there's a lot lot of questions, and that's going to be fun in the spoiler section because, like I mentioned in last week, uh, you know, the tinfoil segment is going to turn towards. What do we see this week that proves some of the tinfoil or disproves some of the tinfoil? I think we got mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of interesting peaks this week. It's going to be a rock okay. and roll, uh, rock and rolling section here at Game of, uh, Game of Thrones at BaldMove.com. Uh, uh, we've also th- got two forum threads up: one spoiler and one non-spoiler. Uh, please, please uh, keep keep those into their own little playpins at forums.baldmove.com. I think we did make a prediction about Jon Snow. What was that? Would he come back to life? <laughs> Well, he we, we said like first episode. We're thinking we like, don't know if he's going to or not. Our over under was three, and yeah. so far we're we're looking pretty good. I think at this point we're both on the Jon Snow is going to come back to life train. Yeah, uh, you know I kept up the facade for as long as I can. Well, plus the <laughs> fact year. that the fact that uh, Davos is basically looking at the Red Lady and saying line right line. <laughs> you know, at this point, like I yeah, there's. It's definitely connections to be made there. Yeah. But it's, again, this is super cool because this is all, so much of this, so much of this episode is so far past the books. or nice. and, and that's that's what was really interesting to see. Okay. Or deviate, like very far deviations from the book. So there's hardly anything that was like just according to Hoyle. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I was actually surprised with the... Uh, uh, Dario and the Jorah scenes. I surprised to see Dario kind of let Jorah take point. Like Jorah was always the one getting off his horse and investigating, and he mm-hmm. was kind of deferential. Even when they were doing their kind of sparring about the relationship, I thought that Dario wasn't going for the heart like he could. Like, right. I fucked your queen. You know. Sure. He was like, "Oh, you does should, it make you mad?" To you know lived that? to see the day she conquered my loins. It happened many a time when you were gone. Like it, he, he was really being kind of cool about it. He was, yeah. And I think Jorah recognized it. He's and like, I think that right, the, when they both said, "I want to live to see her," you know, conquer the world, and mm-hmm. he says, "So do I." I thought that was like maybe a bonding moment that they're like, okay. We want different things, but we are on the same th- side. And yeah. also, maybe Jorah's saying, like, they're realizing there's no way he's going to get what he wants. Yeah, I mean, he can't at this. Well, as far as I know, he can't. I don't think yeah. there's any cure for. As far as I know, and the grayscale you can stave off grayscale, like yeah. from covering your face and shit, but yeah. you can't. You can't stop it. What was your impression of it spreading? Like, were you surprised? Because like, it went from like uh, a, maybe a postage stamp yeah. to like. Uh, you know, five by seven area or entire forearm area. It's tough for me to tell. So, one of the sand snakes has much longer hair than she had last season. Okay, the, the youngest one, whatever her name is, the one who stabs the one with the bad pussy. Uh, uh, yeah, the Bashir's guard in the back. Yeah, uh, her hair is longer, so I assumed like, okay, the trip across the sea is probably going to take. Maybe a week, maybe two, maybe That's three. True. Like the, again, the a lot time, of time could have gone on. The but, time stream is kind of fucked. I. Yeah. But but in those other scenes, I'm like, well, clearly no time has passed. So yes. I have no fucking idea where time is 
on any given scene. I think it's right? very relative in the it, Einstein totally. sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're all kind of in the present day. There's not a lot of... I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if people could like go and come up with a coherent timeline because you're right. Everything in Castle Black is obviously happening this fa- same day. Yes, but we don't know when Marcella got killed, and we don't know when Jamie. Like that's all kind of up and, in the air, right? And obviously, Jamie can't get back in the same day. It's impossible. Yeah. So we know they're jumping around in time. I just don't. I don't. I can't keep track of it anymore. And I don't Fuck think. I, I feel like it's they're playing fast and loose with it. To, so us so. To kind of almost say, like, there's not much reward in trying to figure this out. Right. Like, this is all happening at roughly the same time and roughly the places we're describing it, but mm-hmm. uh, it's... So who knows? I think the mission to find uh, Daenerys is going to be interesting. Because yeah. you know they're going to track her back, and you know they're going to go, oh, my God, she's been sent to the fucking widow's sure. camp. we got to go there now. But she's relatively safe there. The fact that she's Absolutely, not going to be yeah. harmed, you know, that's not but where... But she won't she... be let go. She won't be like, go, but you know what she's got? She's got a big, fat, black dragon. She does have that. Waiting outside that feels some kind of familial bond to her. That's, mm-hmm. you know, like if you put all the, the, the cow widows against that, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> betting on the cow widows. Right. You know, I'm betting on the dragon. I'm with you. Okay, well, I think we're going to have a lot more to say about this episode, but let's sure. save it for we'll probably get the a, full cast. A, I'm, I, it's been a while since I felt the real lash, the the full lash of the mailbag. Oh. I feel like it's going to come storming back this week. Good luck. But Good yeah, luck, Game friend. of Thrones at baldmove.com. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, yeah. Bring it on. Uh, and forums.baldmove.com. Uh, also, uh, the you know, I just wanted to mention that uh, we've got the club, ball, um, club at club.baldmove.com. Uh, the fastest way to get instant takes or any of our podcasts, you can actually watch us record them live. That's right. Uh, you can get ad-free feeds so you don't have to hear me beg for money anymore. Uh, we're going to be playing the last installment of the Telltale Game of Thrones. We're going to wrap that up during the club. Um, yep. uh, we're going to release that as ex- uh, exclusive bonus content. we got free podcasts. we got a p- ton of stuff. We've got another surprise plan, but... Who and it's it's go, it's so. a little as a buck a month. You sign up for years a buck a month. You go month to month. It's two bucks a month. Pretty good deal for everything you get. Check it out at club.baldmove.com if that's something you're interested in. Because the other thing is, the only way you're getting these instant casts and the the the, the full full coverage podcast and the spoiler co- podcast is because we are doing this as free, independent, paid podcasters. So right. if you see value in that, please help support us at club.baldmove.com. All right, we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Until then, I'm James. I'm Aaron. See ya.